It's time now for Witness to Hope, inspiring stories from people right here in the Upper Peninsula. Today, the story of Shirley and Cliff Fitzpatrick, the founders and current owners of Sacred Heart Religious Goods. What went into their decision to start a religious bookstore in Marquette? Monsignor Michael Stieber talked with the Fitzpatricks recently to find out. Cliff and Shirley, would you speak to our listeners about how you met each other and eventually married? We're both recovering alcoholics, and we met at the Alano Club in Marquette. And we were friends first before we started dating, Mm -hmm. and then uh, fell in love and got married. Wow, wonderful. And how about, think about your faith like as you began together. It wasn't. (laughs) We weren't really doing anything faith-wise when we first got together. More of the 12 steps, eh? Well, the 12 steps, yeah. Uh And that kind of led us to, at least me, led me to uh, belief in Christ. Okay. More so, because I, I was raised Catholic. All right. But I left for about 20 years. Wow. Mm. And eventually, in the long run, I came back to the church through other different things. But AA had a lot to do with uh, building my belief in Christ again. Ah, okay. And surely, add some, whatever was your experience. Well, we were, we were good people, and mm. we're trying to work the 12 steps mm-hmm. and be and uh, better ourselves and be good to society Mm -hmm. but we weren't christian we were not going to church we weren't praying together Uh, but eventually for myself i found that i could not do it on my own as much Mm -hmm. as i tried to with the 12 steps Uh i knew i was still the same ugly person underneath and I read the book by Corey Ten Boom, The Hiding Place. Oh, yeah. And when I read about her experience with her Nazi guard, mm. not being able to forgive him, but through Jesus forgiving him, well, then, boom, I knew Jesus was the answer then. Wow. People, like I worked in a factory downstate, and there was this elderly black man who was, he was actually a Seventh-day Adventist. Mm-hmm. And I would go and listen to him on break time, and uh-huh. he eventually invited me to his house with him and his wife and had dinner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then I was sneaking back to Mass, and I didn't tell her. <laughs> but it, I, would, I don't think I was going to communion, but I would go uh-huh. to daytime Mass, and okay. it was when they would uh, have the Mass in the little chapel. Right. I, I think, was watching EWTN also with you him. You were. Oh. And it gave me a positive picture of Catholicism, okay. especially Mother Angelica. I just uh, loved her. Uh, I just loved her. Uh, and then our son was in basic training in Alabama. Hmm. So we went to see him, and we went to the studio then. Hansville was not in existence yet. We went to the studio. Okay. And they were so good to us and so welcoming to hmm. us. We met Mother Angelica, got to sit on her couch where she did interviews, and uh, they were just so great. And we went to Mass, and before Mass, I heard the nuns singing morning prayer. Uh, It was like the angels. It uh, was so beautiful. And mm -hmm. then 
when the mass took place, I through my Bible study, I knew that that was the true church. Okay. That mass, the way it was conducted, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the true church. And I'd been looking. Okay. People had told me, well, there's no true church, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I thought God cannot not have a true church. I just mm-hmm. didn't accept it. But when I saw that, mm-hmm. it was like, that's it. And I said to him, how do I become Catholic? I thought I was joking. Huh. <laughs> but until I continue... Yeah, then we came back, and right away I heard, well, there's these two priests. One's kind of pretty easy type guy, and another one's hard. And I said, well, we're going to the hard guy. I want to make sure this is right. So so we go, I call up Father Capo. <laughs> and go, and we meet with him, and he's like an old grandfather to you. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Nice Guy, yeah. you know, and, and he helped us. And there was a little span because Shirley had to go through two annulments. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it was right when Monsignor le- used to leave for a, a month. In the summer. July. July. Yeah. yeah. And Father Sample was just ordained. You just said your last mass, and I remember you having a guitar singing a song as the going away. Oh, yeah. yes. I Before I went into my first pastorate. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. yeah. I think you went to Hessel. Or yep, on the eastern end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're waiting. Then I had a thing where I was kind of having, I didn't want to take her into something that wasn't right. Mm. And I was really struggling at, at that time with that. Then I had something that happened to me that, is another story mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a vision dream and it was so powerful that when I woke I was in a cold sweat wow but then something happened we were going down to uh, casters because there was no Catholic store up here at the time yes and we're looking at stuff and we used to go down to the bookstores down there and then I was looking through this kid's book because we I wanted to get a book for our godchild mm-hmm and I seen a picture in there that was the picture I had of me. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I hate talking about this. Anyways, that affirmed what just happened, and I had no doubts whatsoever. This was right. Hmm. And then it was, it was okay. concerned that the decision was mine, that I wasn't doing it just to please him or just because yeah. he wanted it. It was real important to him that yeah. it would be on mine, my yeah. decision. And so. both of you would do it for your own choices. Right, right. And then she went to RCIA and I would go with her mm-hmm. when I could. I was at the prison at the time, so I couldn't uh, make everyone, but yeah. not in the prison. I was <laughs> working at the prison. Good to clarify that. Uh, and we got to a point that she was sure of her annulments. I wasn't so sure. And that's where I think that vision came in. Ah. But then down the line, it was like, I want to go to communion. Hmm. And I don't want to be living not right. And she was feeling the same way. So I said, we got to live as brother and sister. Hmm. So we talked to our pastor about it. And so we separate rooms and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to confession and... 
sorry, Shirley, I'm going to confession. You're not, or to communion, you're not. <laughs> but then uh, I'll let her talk about that. Her, well, um, I was going to say Monsignor trusted us yeah. that, uh -huh. that that would be how we would live, and we did. Good for you. And uh, eventually, you know, the first one, when that first annulment went through, it made the second marriage valid. Mm -hmm. So I had to go through the second one. And mm -hmm. it wasn't easy. You know, my feeling was past is past. But I felt that there's a price to pay for sin. Mm -hmm. And that this was the right thing to do. And as painful as it was, it was the right thing to do. See. So... Mm -hmm. Lots of steps there of waiting on yeah. the Lord. But, but really, I knew it was the right thing. And yeah. I knew it was home. Sounds like both of you had experiences that kind of confirmed this is really the right way. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Fantastic. So you went through all that, the inner conversion, blessing the marriage so you could live together and not just as brother and sister. When did the idea about a Catholic good store come to mind okay Shirley. i was the instigator okay. I, I the dream first came to me about opening a store and it was because there weren't any mm -hmm. stores in marquette to go to and right. we were hungry to learn mm -hmm. about the faith mm -hmm. we were avid readers we just read mm -hmm. and we studied and there was nowhere to go we'd go to green bay mm-hmm and I just, I had that dream. I said, let's open up a bookstore, you know. And he's, mm. well, he was being a good, responsible head of household, looking at the practicalities on uh -huh. uh, financially and other considerations, what that would mean. But I just, I just knew that that's what we needed to do. And all the, and everything fell into place. Hmm. To me, that said God was blessing us because, you know, if you run into a wall, then you know, <laughs> no, this isn't meant to be. Mm -hmm. But everything fell into place. There was a program at um, Chamber of Commerce called First Step. Terry Thomas hmm. worked with us on putting together a business plan. Okay. And we had to, Cliff called, well, we both did, called a lot of parishes and the diocese to see, would you support us if we had a store? In what way would you support us? How many Catholics are there? And mm. so on and so forth. And it was a very professional business plan. Mm. We were granted a loan from First National Bank. Mm -hmm. We also put in all our own money. Wow. Everything we had. Savings, IRAs, everything went into it. Wow. Then, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um... What year was that about? 91. 91. Everything okay. was 91. Wow. This would have been in the spring and into summer mm -hmm. that that went through. And then we were driving around looking for a location, saw mm -hmm. that old abandoned depot, drove mm -hmm. down the alley, and there was a sign, for rent, 2,000 square feet. In the mm -hmm. store that we <laughs> so, across from the depot. Yeah, so um, it was like, well, boom, you know, there's a space, there's a parking Talk to the landlord, and you, you can talk about that part of it. Yeah, it was Luke Brothers owned it, and mm. I called, and uh, I told Bob Luke we, we were thinking about opening a bookstore, and he hemmed and hawed a little bit, and he go, well, what kind of bookstore? Uh. And I told him, and he well, good, I was hoping it wasn't a porno bookstore sure. you were wanting to open. Right. So, uh, yeah, we... we 
did that, and then we had to get down to, okay, how are we going to do this? And she's saying, you got to do it, because mm. you know more about the Catholic faith. Mm. And we were looking at, okay, she's got about 20 years in, with the state, and I had five and a half. One of us has got to do it. So she says, it's you. Mm. So I said, Okay. That's it. We're doing it. And uh, we had no idea of retail. None. Uh, nothing. Hmm. The closest I ever came, I worked pump gas at a gas station and worked okay. a till. So we had to learn to talk to people. And just the whole chore of calling people to find businesses. Or mm. Where do we buy stuff? How do we do this? Wow. We were on the phone a lot. And this was before the Internet. There, sure? There was no Internet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we got that, and then I didn't know anybody at St. Really know anybody at St. Peter's yet, mm. and we had to move a outside by the depot. There was this counter that we have as a counter now. Glass mm. is broken out, bird poop on it, and everything. <laughs> and Shirley said, "Well, nobody wants that. We can take it." So okay, so I called some guys I knew from another church we were in, and they came and helped us move it in and everything, and I uh, cleaned it up, painted it and everything, got the glass, and then we found a bunch of stuff in it from Big Boy. Hmm. And, uh, okay. <laughs> then we knew it belonged to Big Boy. Uh-huh. And we had actually taken something that, even though it looked abandoned, it belonged to someone. So huh. made her call. <laughs> yeah. Built, Built a solo. And, okay, we'll go talk to you. And I said, you're coming with me. Uh-huh. This was your idea. <laughs> so we went and we're talking with Bill, and he said, well, how about 30 bucks? I said, okay. And then he gave us a bunch of gift certificates, way more than the 30 bucks, after uh-huh. I gave him the $30. And he goes, uh-huh. and if you need anything else, we've got this uh, warehouse uh, that you can go in, you know, take whatever you need. Oh. So we got a filing cabinet. I still have the desk from there. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a real nice guy. Mm-hmm. So we got that, and then we had to do all the painting and make some shelves and that. We did everything cheap. Did mm-hmm. it ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it ourselves. And then, uh, well, down the line, I had to sell my Harley to put that money into it. Ah. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Uh, it kind of has a little friction with a friend of mine, but had to do what God was leading us to do. Yeah, wow. Now, this is a different building than the one you're in now? No, no we've, we've been, always, we've been here one. all the time. We've always uh, been there. We had, at different times, looked at other locations, but nothing fit. Nothing opened. The, the expense of the rent, sure. and where we are now, it includes water and heat. I mean... Mm. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't get that space anywhere else, even though it was below grade, and mm-hmm. you know it was a lot smaller at the time. They okay. knocked the wall out when somebody else moved, and we took that yeah. too. Oh, but I we've see. been there. We've had not much but a profit from day one, and it's because of people supporting us. Yep. Wow. When we first opened, we never had a weekend home. We were on the road, you know. We went mm. to see you a couple mm-hmm. places. Yeah. Went parish to parish on weekends to yeah. generate support and to keep us going. And a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah we did. It mm. was. We never. We didn't get a weekend off. We 
took turns working Saturdays. Then we went with you out to Hessel, mm -hmm. did a book fair there when you were at St. Cecilia's, mm -hmm. or St. Therese in Chassel, I think that's the town Channing. is. Channing. Channing, oh, St. Rose. Yeah, we were there too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we were from one end of the UP to the other. And wow. Yeah. Every weekend we were doing something. Mm. Yeah. But we felt it was important. Needed. It was our mission. We mm -hmm. were committed. It was our mission. You know, it didn't matter financially. Mm. You know, we gave up thousands of dollars. You look yeah. at the salary he would have made. We, it didn't matter. It yeah. just didn't matter. What a deep commitment you both made. It was. What were some of the rewarding aspects of that? When you think of it, you know, making that sacrifice and whole people. devotion of your life. People. People, okay. Watching people grow over the years. And then we, I knew right away from the get start. Start? Get go. Get go, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, listening was something I had a thing for, and I could uh -huh. listen to people. And uh -huh. they, it was good. It mm -hmm. was good. Very true. A lot yes, of people right. coming in weren't ready to go to church yet, mm. but they'd come in and then you could kind of steer them mm. mm -hmm. where, where they should go. And also networking. There'd mm. be people coming in talking about this. And I'd say, we know they're having this uh, Marion group thing going. Mm -hmm. You might want to call so-and-so. I'd have the number. Or there was uh, a rosary, mother's rosary group. And one of the ladies I knew in there really good. And she gave me permission if a young married lady came in, I'd say, well, just a minute. And I'd call the person up and have them talk and get them to connect. Yeah. That was the thing, getting people to know mm -hmm. each other. Because like I tell you, there was no Internet at that time, mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. That's mainly why we were doing the book fairs, because there was nothing yeah. for these people. And, and purchasing the kind of books or tapes and CDs that would meet people's needs eh, that you were finding. Yeah, and we had uh, Father Sample help me when mm -hmm. I'd have, because I wanted everything to be in line with the church. I didn't yeah. want no goofy stuff. And there was a lot of that out there. Yeah. And I would ask him, run it by him, and he would kind of guide me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th these are good. These are good. Mm -hmm. And then you find the companies that were pretty solid yeah. places you could trust. So important. Yeah. yeah, and there'd be times I we had some books that I didn't know about, and someone would point something out and say, okay, take mm -hmm. it out, throw it in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have it on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he seems to, he has a gift, and the Holy Spirit just really gives him that gift of mm. knowing what is good and what is yeah. garbage. He just does, well, and he gets guidance too, but mm -hmm. he has that gift. And the story's been a blessing for us both. Uh, when I see young people come in, that makes my day. Uh, and to see them fired up for the faith, especially uh, the uh, uh, college uh, campus campus ministry. ministry. Oh, right. And the totus tuus people, they come in and they're just so fired up for their faith. Because I'll talk to people that aren't in our position and they're, they get kind of negative of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm seeing this positive with these yeah. young people just yeah. fired up. We'll see them in a restaurant, and they're just talking about their faith. Mm -hmm. Where everybody's hearing them, and I think, 
this is great. Yes. And it does me good to see that. Yeah. So that's been a, the best blessing I think I've had. Yeah. Maybe, maybe say more about that. Of any time we really had a special sense the Lord was at work in uh, the people that you were meeting with. That's the big one. <laughs> um, well, he, um, more we, than one person, he assisted to go through uh, diaconate, study for the diaconate. They come in and with their list of books to get. And mm -hmm. it was like a safe place to have conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have people from different programs that would come in and it maybe wasn't the best stuff. Mm -hmm. And we'd sit down and go through all the books and find out what's right and what ain't right. Okay, sifting through it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we had another couple uh, invited us to go to the Holy Land in Rome that was a gift. Yeah, we tried to talk them out of it, but <laughs> they wouldn't take right. it. Mm -hmm. And then Bruno Andriac, he said, oh, yeah. well, I'll watch the store for you. Wow. Yeah. Also, he didn't know We've what he was doing, but he would watch yeah. the street. The really good people. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what do you see people most looking for now in terms of items or books or what's really popular and feeding people? Well, lately, you're, you know about that. Well, books are number one. Mm. Yeah. People are still hungry for information about the faith. Mm -hmm. Books are number one seller still. Mm -hmm. But people come in for scapulars, mm -hmm. statues, crucifixes, medals. When we first open, I remember someone telling me, well, no one prays the rosary anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. like, yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> we sell them, you know. <laughs> it's like... The people seem to not be aware. I don't know what was, uh, when we opened up, it was a period of great confusion and people not realizing that, yes, the rosary is still valid. Yes, you can pray the rosary. We have them. We have books about it. Um, there weren't, wasn't much for children when we opened either. Okay. There weren't publishers for children's books. Now, now there are many. Mm -hmm. and there's lots of things out there for mm -hmm. children now. Um, mm -hmm. There wasn't a, a catechism. The catechism of the Catholic Church had not been published yet. Yeah. And so we had to have assistance, like from <clears throat> Father Sample, okay, what books are the best to teach about the faith? And mm -hmm. he'd tell us about some. One mm -hmm. was Father Hardin's yeah. Oh, yeah. catechism. Yeah. And the catechism was a huge blessing for the whole church. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much. Very yeah. much. It helped with the confusion greatly. Mm -hmm. Now, people thought that nobody read the Bible anymore. Huh. <laughs> well, a lot of people didn't know how to say the rosary. It kind of mm -hmm. shocked me. Cause yeah. Coming back, I mean, I had to relearn. Yeah. But it's like I just figured everybody prayed the rosary. And... Mm -hmm. uh, there's people didn't even know how to say the basic prayers. Mm. Well, that's one of the great things that both of you, having gone in your earlier life journey, you know, not in the Catholic uh, faith, so you can understand people who are kind of confused and not knowing the fullness of the truth. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's very true. Hey, you know, and I get people come in, they're so worried about their kids mm. left the church. And... 
I just tell them, you brought them up right. It's in their head. You can't take it out. Mm-hmm. It's in there. <laughs> and a lot of us, I, I, the bathroom's got a big mirror in it. I say, go in there and look in that mirror. You came back. Why do you think your kids aren't going to come back? Just keep uh, praying for them. Uh-huh. Keep that door open and pray for them. Yeah. Because there is free will. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you can't make them do it. Yeah. You got to let the Holy Spirit work. But it's like I, my favorite thing, go look in that mirror. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all I got to do. I was gone for whatever it was, 20-some years. Mm-hmm. So... And there's a recovered alcohol, alcoholic experience too. We yes. meet many people who are recovering. Mm-hmm. They yes. come in and mm-hmm. to be able to talk about that experience. Sure. So God uses that too from what our past was. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. I was into drugs and alcohol, yeah. and it's like, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a wonderful gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you see for the near future for sacred art, religious goods? I don't look to the future. I'm just trying to stay where I'm at, what mm-hmm. God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the day, day at a time. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could He could say, okay, you've done what it's done. Okay, okay mm-hmm. back up and that's it. <laughs> yeah, as long as God wants the store and wants us to do it, we're there. Wonderful. We're firm believers in doing God's will. Yeah, and whenever you think it's maybe time, people people not even from here come in. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, we're so glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Most people don't say that. Mm-hmm. It, at least I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And yet they'll say that right when you're thinking that. And they'll say, okay. Mm-hmm. Every go. time I go on vacation, I stop band. So. Yep. Yeah, more encouragement there. Yeah, yeah, all you the, know, the Lord's using people it. are great. I mean, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, Cliff and Shirley. I'm personally grateful. Thank you for offering Sacred Heart Religious Goods and all that you do in that ministry there, because I know I've also used materials from your store, books and CDs and everything, for my ministry and for programs at the parish, and I know you've touched so many people that have been blessed by you offering what you do because there's very few uh, places people can purchase those things in the whole UP. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Our pleasure. Well, let's turn to the Lord in gratitude and just lift our hearts to Him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the ways you worked wonderfully in Cliff and Shirley's lives to bring them into where they are with you and the inspirations you gave so they could start this store that touches so many people's lives. We ask you to bless them with continued encouragement and peace, strength, and bless all the people that are, again, come to the store there, that they can be drawn closer to you in the fullness of the Catholic faith. And Blessed Mother, we ask your intercession for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who would have thought that you, long ago, were sitting on the couch by Mother Angelica, and that you're now sitting here 
in the radio station that airs EWTN. Yeah. yeah. Funny, eh? <laughs> yeah. The Lord working a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. Our lives are a miracle. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. You've been listening to Witness to Hope, the origin story of the Sacred Heart Religious Goods Store in Marquette, featuring Shirley and Cliff Fitzpatrick. Listen for another Witness to Hope coming soon to WNOA, Catholic Radio for the UP.